2: This is the sound of billions of gallons of rainwater rushing out to sea at Bayona Creek. After that series of storms kicked off 2023, concrete riverbeds across the county were swollen with rain.
3: A typical storm in LA County can get about five to 10 billion gallons of water. It's a lot of water in a region where we import most of our water, about 60% countywide.
2: But about 80% of that precious stormwater, it gets diverted toward river deltas like this one, where it's swept away into the ocean. It's hard to describe how frustrating it is to watch so much freshwater just disappear like that. I mean, I've been hearing about the drought in Southern California ever since I was a little kid. Why is LA County so bad at capturing rainwater?
3: You know, it's important to understand we really have to undo a century or more than a century, really, of overdevelopment. Whenever you're putting hardscape, you're changing the natural system. You're not allowing that stormwater to infiltrate and recharge our aquifers and groundwater. We're now having to undo all that and sort of re-engineer solutions to capture and treat stormwater.
2: This is How to LA, and I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Today, we're gonna to unpack how we got into this watery mess. And we're checking out a success story that might be a model for LA's future. A giant stormwater reservoir hiding underneath a neighborhood park.
3: You know, it's not hard, it just takes a while to do these kind of stormwater projects and get them permitted. This
2: is Bruce Resnick.
3: And I am the executive director of Los okay. Angeles Waterkeeper. I think you'd probably best describe us as a watchdog group.
2: So, Bruce, talk to me about the current state of stormwater capture projects in L.A. The city of L.A.
3: started to get really serious about 20 years ago. And then four years ago, we passed Measure W, the Safe Clean Water program. Mm -hmm. Over a billion dollars has been committed. It's
2: just taking time to build. Several stormwater projects have been completed and many others are underway. Bruce says that even though it's a slow process, these projects are making a difference. We still need to be
3: doing better, but, you know, it's it's all going to make a dent. With those first few rounds of projects, we can capture another about 400 million gallons again, out of, you know, five to 10 billion for a storm like the one we just had. But you know, if we can start doubling, tripling where we're at now, that starts to be a meaningful source of water. The reality is we have 10 million people in LA County and lots of businesses, and we all should be doing whatever we can because we are going to be in a water crisis for a while. I mean, we can talk about whether the drought's over or not, but it's just the new normal. We're gonna have longer, drier periods followed by sort of wetter wet. And the best way to address that is through these things like stormwater capture, and it's going to take all of us to do that at the home level, at the business or commercial level, all the way up to more regional projects with Measure W.
2: So I want to talk about one of those regional projects to really get a sense of what's involved here. We're hitting up Franklin D. Roosevelt Park. Rose, as the kids call it.
1: Stormwater what? Oh, from Stormwater like Rain? Yeah. This park now captures all that water.
2: And we're doing it with LAS climate reporter Erin Stone.
1: That's why they renovated everything, because they had to tear it all up.
2: Underneath the soccer fields and playgrounds in this cute neighborhood park, there's a massive filtration system that can capture millions of gallons of stormwater.
0: When you look at the soccer field at Franklin D. Roosevelt Park, try to imagine that underneath is a hidden chamber. kind of looks like a little Fort Knox down there. There's also a, a small gallery underneath the skate park that is a new feature to the park. This is Steve Fraser, a public information officer with County Public Works. I get to work with the engineers that design and implement these projects. It's, it's like working in a building full of Bill Nye. Steve says this park is a
2: great example of what the future of LA stormwater capture could look like.
0: Right now, stormwater delivers about a third of the water needs for LA County. The goal is to eventually get to about two thirds of water need and really reduce the amount of water that we need to import from outside of the area. This park received about 2.4 inches of rain with the uh, atmospheric river rains. That translates into about one and a half million gallons. It would serve about 36 people for an entire year. Instead of flowing into the storm drains immediately, it flows into these underground galleries Without those galleries, if all the rainwater fell in this area, it would just flow into the storm drains with nowhere to go except out to the creek and into the river and out to sea. Multiplying these kind of water capture opportunities across the county, which the Safe Clean Water Program is trying to do, then it really makes a cumulative difference.
1: I'm curious because, you know, we're not going to have those same seasons that we used to have where it's like, you know, I remember back in 2005 when we had a similar storm than we had this year back in 1996. I remember that, you know, we could kind of expect them maybe five to seven years, seven to ten years. But it sounds like we really don't know. Things are just going to get a lot less predictable. And I know that's something water managers are really facing as a challenge. So how do you guys factor that into your calculations on, you know, when we hear these great goals about, you know, two thirds of our water supply is going to be local, um, but obviously it, it has to rain, you know, and we got to have rain for that to happen. So how do, you, how do you guys factor in the big questions that we still have when it comes to the climate crisis and just volatility and not being able to predict exactly what it's going to look like?
0: It's dealing with an expectation of scarcity. If we have a good water year, that's something we're grateful for, but it's not to be expected. That's a nice thing when it happens, but we have to plan for those years of continued scarcity because that's the cycle we're in now. We've had two good storm years in 20. This isn't going away.
2: I was talking to some experts because we're covering the storm. One of them said, you know, the first few rainfalls is just dirty water. We can't really
0: use that. What is the process like for you all to like, recycle, refilter and stuff? There's different characterizations to each storm. The first one we call the first flush because it picks up all the junk off the street. You get all the, the litter and oils and brake pad dust and things like that. The soil is considerably filtering the, the water in a natural process. And then water that is going to be used for household use will have additional treatment by the, the water suppliers. L.A. County residents are enjoying stormwater capture out of their tap all the time, and this increases that capacity for uh, communities throughout the county.
1: L.A. County has, you know, for years been adding kind of projects like this, and it seems like it's it's increased in recent years, but there's obviously a long way to go. Can you talk to us about some of the, the challenges that the county is factoring in as we see these more volatile, extreme storms when it comes to stormwater capture?
0: The challenges are the heavy urbanization in the area. The impetus historically was build it quick, build it hard, make it so that commerce can happen, make it so that the floodwaters go safely out to sea. Less thought was given to the impact on communities. And of course there were economic factors and historic redlining that put communities of color into neighborhoods that were less desirable. The county is very cognizant that that's the legacy that we're dealing with. And the conditions at Franklin D. Roosevelt Park gave us the opportunity to not only build a stormwater capture facility that really helps our our stormwater needs in this community and all over the county, but it also helped us revitalize the park when we put the the top back on the the playfield. One of the cool things that
2: kind of stood up for me being here in this park was how people are so integrated. There's a skating area, the place to play soccer, people are playing dominoes on the chairs and benches. It might not be apparent that this park has a really cool feature underneath it, but they still have all these great facilities that they seem to be enjoying.
0: Yeah, In talking to the community and planning this project, the agreement was, you know, if we're going to tear apart your park to insert these galleries underneath it, it's going to be a much better park when we put it back together for you.
1: Yeah, it used to be pretty bad, yeah. My name's Aria Hendricks, and we're in
2: HP, I think. I used to take the train to go to school, so it was, it was definitely a lot different. They, like, this wasn't here, they redid the skate park. That's the reason why we came here. So, What we're doing the story about, they put a uh, water capture system in here. Okay. That was pretty sure Evan Jacoby. Underneath the soccer field and underneath the skate park. Nice.
1: Catch that rain that we yeah. just had.
2: What do they do with it, like reuse it or something? Uh, exactly, yeah. you're, you're probably okay. drinking it. Like, Is that it a bad thing? Or?
0: Or?
1: No, Okay. No, no, it's cool. it's <laughs>
2: so the money that went okay. into doing that, nice. they were able to then use that money to also put in the skate park, put in this the workout stuff. I was wondering what you think about that or like oh, if you sure. noticed like, those people changes. People running around like, people were not running around before. Like, and especially white people were not here. And they're rebuilding like the housing and stuff, I'm like, damn, it's nice over here.
1: I think that's pretty cool. They don't have them at like other parks or what? Not a lot of parks. For real? It's pretty sick, it's pretty sick. My name is Muhammad and this is uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt Skate Park, but we call it Rose for short. What's your favorite thing about this park now? Um, The people, for sure. I love the people. New obstacles, like more modern, you know? Are the
2: proposals usually handled by the offices, like the LA County offices, or is there an opportunity for residents to be like, hey, you know, we have this park. I'm a community leader. I want to pitch this idea to you guys. What's the best process for people to get their
0: input heard? Uh, Certainly there's places uh, where residents can engage in this process, be involved. Local chambers of commerce or park and recreation, whether it's the county or your various cities. Working through your county supervisor or your city council members can help open doors to your local planning committee that deals with these kinds of projects on the local level.
2: It's interesting to see how this stormwater capture feature at this park its kind of like a double whammy here. You get the good environmental impact for L.A. County throughout the region, and you have this South L.A. community enjoying it and creating space for themselves. Stormwater capture projects like this one are going to become more and more common in L.A. And yeah, the timeline is kind of slow, but it is happening, one drop at a time. Special thanks to Aaron Stone for hanging out in South LA with us today. If you want to learn more about these projects and how you can get involved in saving stormwater in your own yard, Aaron's article has you covered. We'll have some links in our newsletter, or you can find them over on alias.com slash la How to LA is produced by Evan Jacoby, Megan Botel, and Victoria Alejandro. Erica Washington writes our newsletter. Chris Farias is our social media producer. Our engineer is Hazmik Pagosian. Megan Larson is our executive producer. And I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live.